Hello and welcome to Metro Insights, a show dedicated to the construction industry. As always, I'm Jake Rudge, the marketing manager here at Metro Group. And today I'm joined by Andrew Scobie, Metro Group's purchasing manager. Hi, Andy. Hello. And we're also joined by Larry Reardon, uh, Metro Group's national sales manager. How you doing, Larry? Yeah, fine, thanks, Jake. Fine, thanks. Thanks for joining me today, guys. And um, the reason that we've got you two gents on, as you know, is the topic today is all about arguably the most important thing within our industry, which is stock. Uh, this has been an ongoing problem since the pandemic began. Um, and we saw more so in 2020, I'd probably argue, that as we were coming into the Christmas period, um, things just went completely out of control. Nobody could get anything. And then we had the, you know, the double whammy of Chinese New Year coming right behind it. So we thought it'd be interesting to kind of, we're two years on from the pandemic now. It seems to have, weirdly, it seems to have just completely gone. Um, but, you know, are those issues still present? Are we seeing anything new happening? So I think the best thing to do really is, with you two on, is we can see it from both ends of the spectrum. Um, and just to give people a bit of insight into into what's happening, you know, throughout the market. So, Andy, we'll start with you. I mean, you know, you're as we said, purchasing manager here at Metro Group. You're working with our facilities overseas, day in, day out. What do you see? I think the last, if we look at the last twelve months, I think the last twelve months have been so diff- difficult. Um, trying to forecast, trying to predict what's going to happen is it's impossible. Uh, if you're if you're able to do so, then you're obviously a very rich person. Um, from a man, from our manufacturing facilities perspective, um, the last twelve months, like I said, have been incredibly difficult. You've got so many different varying factors that are affecting the supply, uh, the price for various reasons, sort of COVID related, uh, the, the war in Ukraine. Um, from so from the manufacturing perspective, the the actual raw um, raw material supply has been incredibly inconsistent to to get a hold of. So, you imagine you're you're placing an order, and then you need to source the material, which should in a normal world should be readily available, but in some cases they're finding it could take up to sort of six weeks. So that lead time is extended, which then has a knock on effect to to our to our customers. That coupled with the fact that shipping is an absolute nightmare, um, you've got really inconsistent um, shipping. Um, transit times, um, you've got port congestion, port closures. Uh, these are the things that we're, we're still continuing to see, not quite to the same levels, uh, but again, it just adds complete disruption, not just for ourselves as the end user here at, at Metpro, but also to our, our manufacturing facilities. Wow. And I think before there was some talk about, um, correct me if I'm using the wrong terminology, but is it ghost sailings? Are they still a thing? So yeah, so we've got so it's quite common recently. We've got it's called blank sailing. Blank sailing, sorry. So these are sailings by where they're, they're planned all, all set to go, um, but there is not enough containers to to, to, to load onto onto the vessel. So what they'll do is they'll consolidate with another planned vessel, and that could be say two weeks later, right. later, sorry, um, and then that adds on another. Um, prolonged period to what is already a, a stretched and uh, complex supply chain. So you got an easy job then? Uh, it's very easy, yes. Really, really easy. Thank you. <laughs> so what's the, and what's the impact that's having here for us and our team and our space? For, us, for ourselves, Ian, we, we actually saw it earlier in June or July. What we found was we were planning our vessels, uh, shipping anywhere up to eight containers, 10 containers on one vessel. 
and we were spreading them out sort of weeks apart in line with demand and, and um, capacity within the warehouse and our and our, um, and our freight forwarders and our um, logistic partners. Yeah. What we found was all of a sudden these 26, 30 containers all arrived at once. Now for, for another company with sort of bigger capabilities and capacity, they could cope with that demand. Yeah. Ourselves, that was a real, real stretch, a real stretch on the, the warehousing team to um, to receive the goods in, put the goods away. Um, but then that also takes away from the, the warehousing team picking orders and, and shipping to our customers. So. Right. From 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 what I know, they had no impact to our customers, but it really stretched the stretched the warehouse and the um, and their capability and their capacity. Okay, and as we go into the the Christmas period now, I mean, it's at the time we've we're recording this. It's what four or five weeks till Christmas. Yes. Um, do you see any of these issues dissipating? Do you see them getting worse? Um. <laughs> I think we've said in the past, or I've said in the past, I can't see it getting any worse, and it's it's, it's got worse. So I think we I think we said in the, in the previous podcast that we have to expect the unknown. You have to prepare yourself for the worst case scenario, really. Right. So um, I'm going to, in answer to that question, I'm going to say yes. I would expect it to get worse, but easily it could get it could get better. We just we simply don't know, but we have to prepare for a worst case scenario. Okay, you make a good politician, mate. That was lovely. Thank you. <laughs> um, right, Larry, you're sitting over there, all quiet, mate. So we'll we'll move to you now. I mean, f- from the from the customer end or the market end, you know, what are people saying to you? What are you seeing, hearing? Well, it's. Uh, I think it was it was certainly difficult in the first half of the year. I think everybody accepts that, and uh, and and everybody got used to delays and deliveries not arriving. The the, the past couple of months, I think it's got. It's got better, certainly in the marketplace. There's 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 less shortages there. Everybody seems to have stock, which is uh, which is which is different. That that never happened in the earlier part of the year. So so there is stock available. Whether or not they'll continue to have stock, I I think one of our, our biggest concerns will be on on margin expectations. Now that stock's here, do people sell it? And that's my main concern margin expectation over the next couple of months because I think I think that's something that we've not crossed in this year I I think we've done very well don't don't do any stock I I think he's done a great job I think Metpro had was certainly one of the few companies that that almost maintained fantastic stock levels in a really difficult time Um, so uh, and I honestly think we picked a lot of business up from that stocks I I can only really think of one blip on the on on the tube we had mid-year but barring that, Andy's done, and and the team at Metro have done a sterling job. We have had stock, which other companies certainly haven't had. But like I say, it, it is a concern. I think the stock's out there now, and I think I think everybody's got stock. Um, that's what I'm getting the feedback back from wholesalers anyway. That certainly stock is not an issue anymore. It's a price. It's a price scenario. Yeah. Okay, and just earlier on, Andy mentioned about. The, I think you just mentioned the war in Ukraine. Now that was particularly in London. I've seen it a few other places um, in the north as well. Some projects. This is off topic, sorry, but th- there was um, you know some projects were either heavily delayed or or, or stalled um, indefinitely because of supply issues. Are you still seeing that uh, you know across the country, Larry? Yeah, to, to be fair, it's it's a labour issue more than anything else, uh, Jake. Um, they just literally cannot get the labour. There, there was there, there was quite a lot of 
imported labour, certainly on the electrical front, and they've not replaced them because they simply are not here. Now, if you, if you couple that with the, the current economic climate, these jobs that were temporarily put on hold are remaining on hold. The larger jobs, I, th I think, I, I think will be fewer and far next year. I think next year is a challenging year for Metro um, because I think some of the larger jobs certainly are not going to start as quickly as what some of the bigger wholesaling groups hoped um, due to several like economic and labour. Well, I think that you know next year looks like it's going to be a, a challenge across the board. I think the construction leadership council it's a they're predicting a three point nine percent drop in output. Um, and then I, I, I was reading something uh, yesterday or the day before, um, which was from somebody I think he's like the head of economics for the construction leadership council, and it was something like three hundred construction businesses have gone out of business in September this year, three, three and a half thousand or something wow. throughout the entire year. Wow. It's, it's incredible. So yeah, it's, it's, um, I think you're right. It's going to be, it's going to be a challenge for us certainly. Um, but it's going to be a challenge for everybody else. But, um, you know, obviously we, we like to give, uh, the tens of people listening, um, all the information that, that we can good or bad, but let's try and, uh, we, we do like to stay positive. So, I know that, you know, Larry, you've already touched on the, the, the excellent work that Andy and his team have been doing. So we'll come back to you now, Andy, and how are we, as we, as we go into the, the Christmas period, then we've got Chinese New Year, you know, behind that. Um, how are we prepared? I, I think one thing, I've, I've been here now for, for, for 12 months, and one thing, one of many things, actually, in terms of how we are prepared is that understanding between Metpro and its manufacturing facilities there's a there's a common understanding between between the two. Um, they understand the expectations from um, from Metpro. Um, Metpro understand their capabilities, their capacity, any constraints, any any risks associated with that. So, first and foremost, there's a there's a great understanding mutually between between the two. Um, we forward plan our orders. Up until at this moment in time, we've, we're placing some orders up until June, so we're well ahead of the curve. We've almost bought that capacity at the um, at our manufacturing facilities. Mm -hmm. um, there's more of a driver now from our um, our partners out in, um, in in the Far East in terms of data. So a lot of them are requesting sort of forecasts to sort of forward plan, um, get ahead of the curve, um, potentially put in additional stock. Uh, look at you know potentially new ways of manufacturing, which is quite a common thing we're seeing at this moment in time. Okay. Um, stock holding as well, so not just stock holding here at Metpro, which is one thing that we always pride ourselves on, mm -hmm. uh, minus the, you know the, the the mid the mid year blip that we experienced, but a lot of our competitors must have experienced the same thing as well. Mm. So, but stock holding at our at our manufacturing facilities, um, but and by doing that, you reduce the the lead time within the supply chain and what I call the complexity within the supply chain. You're not having to wait for fresh production to start. If you've got spiky demand, which within this industry we all see from, from year after year, it's very spiky demand and it fluctuates. We're able to react quicker, not through just our stock holding, but also the stock holding at our um, facilities in the, in the in the Far East. Lovely. Okay. okay. And Larry, you know, again, you, you know, you're, you're talking to customers day in, day out. Are we, as we've gone through this, 
you know the past couple of years of quite well unprecedented challenge um you know are you working closer with customers now to understand their demand a bit more and then we're passing that back up you know through our through the business so that andy can you know to inform Andy's decisions um it's interesting jake i i feel now our customer base we, we, we sometimes we because we're and we have been very successful this year i think our customers are almost being led down the path of metro have always got it they're really comfortable with us and and if you look at our SKUs going into the wholesaler chains there they're because we've expanded our portfolio and we our range completion is getting better I, i'll be honest with you i think it I, I think it'll only get stronger next year because we're reliable we're trusted and i think that's the big thing that's come out of it most of the wholesalers that i deal with they're certainly trusted if i say you're going to get goods on a certain date invariably they will and that goes a long way and i think that will stand us in good stead next year i really do think as as our portfolio expands and it is with our new ranges that we're bringing on i think i think it's great for a wholesaler it takes a problem away from them they don't have to worry about cable management if they're placing via metro which is, which is good for everybody absolutely okay well gents i, I think that Hopefully, you know that that's given uh, anyone listening a decent bit of insight into into what's currently going on and, and what to expect a little bit in the new year. Um, as we are talking about stock, um, if you if you didn't know before, Metpro has a, an online uh, website, and um, you can go and check our livestock levels there, twenty four seven. No need for an account. Just go and find your product, and uh, you can see what we've got on the shelves there and then. Um, Andy, thanks for joining me today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. And you, Larry, as well. Thank you very much, mate. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. All three of us are on uh, LinkedIn. If anybody wants to connect with us, all the links to uh, Metpro's website, the three of us, um, and some other useful information will be in the descriptions for you. And uh, thanks for listening. See you on the next one.